0: You're listening to The Heath Fluids Podcast, and we're having candid and actionable conversations about your health, relationships, business, and ministry. And now here's your host, the second chance Coachman, Michael David Huey. Welcome to another session of The Heath Fluence Podcast. My guests and I were just laughing about lighting. We were talking about lighting, and Warmth. I'm trying to you know, pull the blinds up and turn other lights on. And and there, and that's just doing it. We're kind of flicking and playing around with lights. And, you know, it's kind of funny because sometimes when I live on the water, you know, there's glares, right? Different at different angles. Like I'm like, okay, do I sit back? Do I sit forward? And it's been, uh, it's starting to cool off some, which is great. I know we're going to be to, my guests and I, we're going to be together next week in Arizona, which they, it's usually super, super hot there, but it's cooling down a little bit. Yeah. And, uh, and, uh, one of the things that I've really liked is, is that, um, from the very beginning of everything that went on with, the and, and, and I don't call it a pandemic. I call it kind of a pandemic. Okay. Cause I believe that that's what it was. And, and I, I was talking with, Dr. Parks about my friend, Dr. Neil Goodman, who was on with me a couple of weeks ago. And he said it right, like really loud and bold and vomit. And, and he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, and, and, you know, when you're passionate about something, you want people to know. My wife and I, as praying people, we want to be around people that advance us. We were just talking about a call that Dr. Parks had on Tuesday. And I'm like, hey, I, uh, we, Dr. Allen, I want to go be with him. Like, let's just go and learn and grow. And I say this on everything that I do, and you'll hear it at the end of this podcast. I believe the difference between the wisdom and the knowledge that we gain from being around the right people is the action that we take to to take it and use it to, to, to you know, like when, when, when. Dr. Park sends us the replay and sends us studies that go with so we can understand it. Like I had a client that I wanted to ask her a question about, and it just happens to be stuff that she's studied and and done her graduate work in. And so those are divine connections, right? Those are connections that God brings us in and says, oh, you need an answer to that? Oh, go to that person. Oh, and then, like I said to her, you know, we we get to partner in some things together. And I said, Oh, you, have you seen the new study on this? And she's like, no, will you send it to me. And then I just boom on my phone and I send it. Right. And I think when you're, I said to her selfishly, I did the podcast so that my community and my, and my wife and I can get to know people that we want to get to know. Like, and you know, now some of them have become our mentors, like Dr. Myron gold and Dr. Eric Thomas, some of these people that, you know, are, are, are on the forefront of, the entrepreneurial space but they also are using the wisdom and the guidance that they have from the people that they surround themselves with and i think that that's super important and so um i told her that that i don't read a lot of the bio because i want people to get to know them like i want to hear the christine that dr parks before dr parks like how did she grow up what did she do like what are you doing now you know those type of things because We kind of have this battle and uh i I meant to drink out of this cup today but i i (laughs) i i I, but i didn't meeting now and 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 it's and it's just you know we have this battle from ohio state and michigan so today you get to have a michigan grad and ohio state grad on this and it's really funny because when my dad got remarried he married a michigan person and now she's no longer a Michigan person, but we won't. I, I'm not here to convince. I'm not into
1: football anymore. Anyway. And, and no, that's no, what we were going to say. Really. That's yeah. what I was.
0: That was my next thing. She's not into football. So thank God that we don't have that battle. And it's so funny. My wife and I just finalized our plans to go to the Ohio State-Michigan game in a couple in about two months in, in November. And so I'm super excited. You have to mortgage
1: your house to get the tickets, right?
0: <laughs> well, actually, the blessing about it is, is I'm a season ticket holder. So oh, we get mm-hmm. we We get there them for gra- Now, yeah. I will say this. If I sold them, I could pay for two mortgages on my house.
1: Well, that's the thing. People actually will season tickets to when upon their death. I mean, because 100%. your seats are held through those season tickets and, and, and however long you've had them. So like people will not give up their season tickets. They, you know, don't even take it to the grave with them. They will it to their, their, their posterity. So the, it's the, the people that, yeah,
0: the people that we sit with Dr. Parks is, um he uh uh Jack and Judy. Not Jack and Jill, but Jack and Judy, right? Great people. My we he we were sitting on the other side of the stadium. Now we moved to the closed side, uh, underneath the covering. So if it snows or rains or whatever, oh. we're covered, right? And they had he has not missed a home game in 40 years. Okay. <laughs> 40 years and when they reconstructed i ran track at ohio state when they reconstructed and took the track out and enclosed so now that it holds over a hundred thousand like michigan does they had to kind of catch up to michigan because they've always had over a hundred thousand and now we have over a hundred thousand so um he was the engineer that restructured the stadium
1: okay. so
0: th- that was kind of cool and so yeah. uh dr Parch graduated from the university of michigan all right. Well, you know that she also
1: got a PhD, Ph.D., they like sort of lock you in this closed, dark room for like eight years. And so, like, you know, I really didn't. Actually, yeah. I did get out a lot, but um, my free time, I spent skydiving. So, oh, ah, see, I, I think I
0: remember you telling me that. So I told her that I was afraid of heights and that my wife blindfolded me and tricked me on my 50th birthday. Uh, a you balloon know,
1: ride,
0: right. Uh, no, actually, uh, zip lining and a balloon oh. ride. So we did both. We did a balloon ride and zip lining within back to back weeks, which was, I was like, okay, I got to do the zip line first. And then we went on the air, then we went on the balloon. And I told her that there was people skydiving out of the, the hot air balloon, which was. I, I just was like, Oh God, what a rush just floating down. You know, one guy had a bat suit on, right. And he was floating like a bat down, but, uh, I like it that, that Dr. Parks has, you know, a double major in in biochemistry and molecular biology. You know, she's just a, she's just a wealth of knowledge. She's all about, you know, detoxification and healing pathways in the body. A lot of the stuff that I'm very passionate about and she's been on the front line. She's supported. I saw some stuff where she was in the Frontline Doctors event in Michigan and some of the other places that she's been supporting. That's how I knew who she was. And then I found out that, you know, next week we're going to be together, which is even greater. So we'll get to meet in person. And, and, and I wanted people to get to know her. Like when I bring people on here, I want people to know her. So Dr. Parks, welcome. I know we've had some giggles and some laugh here, but welcome to the Heat Fluence podcast. I'm glad you're here.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me.
0: And I won't drink out of my Ohio State cup. I'm just kidding. I'm only kidding. I don't
1: really care. I
0: know, I know. I'm just
1: kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding.
0: But so tell me about you. I want to get to know you. Like, I feel like when I read your 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 bio, that just tells me like like, you know, a little bit about yourself. But tell me like from the young Christine Parks to the now Dr. Parks, like what was your transition in life like through to get to where you are today?
1: Boy, so- you know, I think my like growing up was, was pretty standard, you know, middle middle America, but uh, in high school, I was actually quite into drama and um, I had a biology class and I had a lunch conflict. We had kind of like a college high school kind of thing where you had these free periods and nobody was monitoring you. And, um, but I had a lunch conflict, which meant I had, um, an, I had no lunch period. So I'd have to take part-time out of one class and part-time out of another So I took my lunch either out of biology or out of band, but then, um, one of the one acts that we actually, um, made ourselves, we, we did the entire script ourselves, went to state and, um, it was a really big deal. And we went to state and so we missed quite a bit of class for a couple of weeks. And I came back and I said, what are we doing? And they said, well, we're redoing this entire unit on genetics, like molecular genetics, DNA and RNA and that sort of thing. And I was like, really? And they said, well, everybody failed the test. I hadn't even been there. So the teacher hands me back my test and it's like 92% or something. I hadn't even been there. I had just like read the chapter and take the took the test. And I was good like, and then he said, well, why don't you read this book on the life of the cell, which actually was super boring. But um, I got this idea that maybe I was good at this. So I wanted to be a ballerina. Really? I started too late. I felt like my parents just didn't support me enough you know, sorry, mom and dad, but, and I kind of got, you know, you have to start when you're like three
0: from drama to ballerina.
1: Well, ballerina and drama aren't that different. Like yeah, I have that's a what I was going to say, so that's what I was going to say. They're very similar. Yeah. Presence yeah. on stage. So I was in musical where I was, you know, for my dancing ability, I could barely carry a tune, but, and I could ever play an instrument, you um, ever play an instrument. I did clarinet. Yeah. Oh. So, um, I, you know, that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to be a ballerina, but I knew that wasn't practical. So when I saw that I had some aptitude for science, uh, I thought I, I did have an interest. I found um, the DNA, the RNA, that how you work at a genetic and molecular level, that was really interesting to me. And so I, I decided that that should be the path. I take like some kind of real job. And and so I, I went to University of Wisconsin-Eau Claire um, They have a bridge that goes across the Chippewa River, which is like literally the coldest place on earth. Uh, And they had a really good science program, um, really good teachers. And, um, you know, at that time, I guess I decided I really wanted to study the molecular basis of disease. So I went on to University of Michigan um, and got my graduate degree in cellular and molecular biology. And just to be clear, so there's a double major, five-year degree that I did in four years. And then I moved on to do my PhD, which was another eight years. Wow. So this is like a life sentence kind of a thing.
0: Most of your really life you've been in school, right? Most of your life you've been in a lot of your life. You've been in college. I right?
1: had at the time. It sure felt like it. It sure felt like it. But when you are in graduate school in the sciences, you're actually doing research. So you do two years of classes where you're doing research while you're still taking classes. And then you continue on doing research and they don't allow you to graduate until they you have done what they see as some sort of seminal, semily important research. Um, that you have to publish and, and that sort of thing. And then you get in front of this committee of people and my thesis advisor chose people who are really challenging <laughs> and, and then they they it's called a thesis defense because they try to like make you look bad and like you know and criticize or critically analyze everything that you've ever done. <laughs> and um, you know, when you're starting out, you didn't even know what you're doing. so uh, anyway, to see if, if you've done enough work so that you can graduate. So that's always a pleasant process. Um, I think that was the worst day of my life. Um, <laughs> <Really>? but, anyway, <laughs> um, but anyway, I made it out. They gave me my degree. But while I was there, I really, research was not for me. Like if I'd never pipetted again, it would be too soon. And at the time I was actually working in the so any schools with underprivileged kids Um, in science programs, developed a, 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 um, a health pipeline, bringing kids to University of Michigan to kind of give them a visual, this is what this looks like. And I really decided that I could do better affecting the hearts and minds of people in teaching. And really looking back, teaching is a really great, educating is a really great fit for me because I tend to have stage presence, I tend to be interesting and engaging, able to actually bring the science down to a level. I moved to where my parents were in Austin, Texas, tried to get out of Michigan. I ended up inviting my, my now husband down to, he's a skydiver as well. Wow. To, to Texas to skydive. You guys got crazy, you fun. did crazy
0: things together.
1: Yeah, we were just friends at the time. And then we ended up getting married and he dragged me back to Michigan. Um, Darn him. I know. Like, Austin, really, Texas, and, Michigan. So I went from Ann Arbor to Grand Rapids. And I'm on the west side of Michigan, which is a really beautiful part. It's like
0: 50 degrees today there.
1: It was freezing rain last night. I was going to yeah, say, I, I, was looking, I, I
0: pulled up your weather today and I was looking at it as we were talking, and it was like the high I of 55. 34. I, mean, I noticed you have a sweater and long pants and a turtleneck on. So I was like, uh, she won't like me today with my shorts and my.
1: Well, you know, <laughs> my husband always wanted to be a Texas Ranger. So I, I was like, well, let's move to Texas. And he was like, well, then I won't get my retirement. So I was like, okay, I'll move to Michigan. We'll
0: stay in Michigan, yeah.
1: So yeah, so I moved back to Michigan. Um, and, uh, and and I, um, I was a textbook editor for Holt, Rinehart and Winston for a few years. And then I, um, I got my teaching certificate. And I taught high school chemistry, forensic science, um, biology, I, and I had a great time. I love science. I love, uh, you know, it was high school, and I did some middle school teaching, too. I love the kids, I call them kids, young adults. Wow. Uh, we had so much fun. And in fact, Then um, we adopted two children from Ethiopia. My daughter had severe special needs. Um, She had a brain abscess at two months. that almost took her life uh, two times. And so I came home to care for her and to uh, homeschool my son. Several years into that, I actually ended up teaching at homeschool co-ops in Grand Rapids. And I really enjoyed that because of everything that's happened in the last year. I had to step aside from that because I've got so much going on. Um, but I love teaching, my heart is definitely in educating. And that's what I'm doing. I'm trying to educate people about the science that they don't really understand. And and during that time, especially as I was raising my children, I was really looking into and I was always interested in things like vitamin D, and, uh, and the body's antiviral systems and how the body actually can heal itself. And so um, I noticed when I was in graduate school, that they were making changes to the childhood schedule for vaccines, that I just, didn't is, is that a word we can say on here? I'm not sure where you're where you're putting this. Okay, um, I just put it anywhere. Every, it's going
0: to go on Apple Podcast and everywhere. You can put it wherever you want. Nobody's black flagged any of my stuff, so I'm good. Oh, not
1: yet. Yeah. Well, you might not want to put my name on there. I'm pretty censored. <laughs> but anyway, uh, I started to see changes that I just didn't know why they would make, like moving them under the age of two when the immune system's not really developed, adding chicken pox in, injection to it. When I knew that this was a mild infection that would give you lifelong immunity and, and and that's the best that you could get, you know, natural immunity has always been the gold standard. It's always the best. So, and then, um, you know, there was the Andy Wakefield thing. And when that came out, I knew that he was being railroaded. I didn't quite get everything that was going on. And there were published papers that I was like, this is published science. I don't understand what's going on here. So as I followed that and I became a teacher, I saw that our children, their health was declining and um, it was, and like a third of my class would have some form of special needs, you know, ADHD or, you know, um, inability to focus. And I was really, really concerned with the declining health of our youth. And so I started really looking into some of what might be going on. And I saw, as I saw the schedule, the childhood schedule explode at that time, I didn't realize that um, in 1986, there was the Childhood Vaccine Injury Act that removed liability for manufacturers for anything on the childhood schedule. So that's why it exploded and concomitant with that was a decline in our children's health. And I'm not saying that's the only reason, but I really was like, well, unless we know how this is happening, we can't help these kids get better. So I really took a deep dive into the biochemistry and the molecular biology. Sometime about five to seven years ago, Um, I found out that PubMed was online, and you could just do a search and get into it. And so from there, I was really off and running, um, really looking at the peer-reviewed published scientific research to see what was going on. And I've been, probably in the last four or five years, I've been studying at least 20 hours a week. Um, You know, so you, you see like the little kid, here's the evidence that vaccines cause autism, He flips it open, there's nothing in there. Well, there's nothing in there. I don't know what I've been doing 20 hours a week for the last five years. Like, I've had scientific paper after scientific paper that I've been reading to uh, try to figure out what's going on, what is the mechanism of injury, um, what are genetic or epigenetic predispositions, how can the body heal itself. And that was actually when I came across this gene that I know that you're really familiar with, NRF2. And I remember thinking it was activated in response to Wi-Fi. And I thought, well, we don't want to harm our bodies to activate our body's own detox and healing pathways. But the fact that we have already integrated, already designed by God in us, a pathway that heals, that restores, that detoxes. I was like, if we could just turn that on. Two months later, as God would have it, you said, there's no coincidence. As a student came to me and said, hey, I have some health problems. Someone recommended this NRF2 activator. What is this? Is it a scam? Is it the real thing? Of course, I knew exactly what it was trying to do. Only a geek knows what nuclear erythroid factor two is off the top of their head. And I said, yeah, I know what they're trying to do. And then it was a blend of five natural ingredients. And it had 30 published peer reviewed scientific papers behind it. I was like, Okay, this is a no-brainer. I've never (laughs) sold my favorite stuff to do. Yay! I've never sold anything in my life. I don't like selling things, but I feel a moral obligation to tell people that this is the real thing. This is the real thing. It's a pill, and one of our biggest obstacles is people think it's too good to be true. And so they need someone who actually knows the science to say, no, this is for real because what it's doing, it's activating the system that God already put in your body to protect your body, to detox your body, to heal your body.
0: So good. So that's so good. Like I was just saying, like, I, I actually, uh, I've, I've obviously been involved with the company for 11 years and being involved for 11 years. I know everybody, like everybody, I've had a lot of the people on my shows that are on the medical advisory board with my friend, Dr. Brett Bremhall and Dr. Nancy Bryan and all these people. And I was just thinking, I'm thinking there's another really good person that needs to be. On. Like, but that's a whole. And, and actually, I was on the LB Docs site for many years and it just got to be too much for me. But thank you for sharing all that. So talk a little bit about what you've found in your research, because I think a lot of times, like, obviously, when you're censored or when you have a bullseye on your back or, you know, um, uh, I I started reaching out and speaking out on an app called Clubhouse and uh I built 19,000 followers on this app okay top 1% followers on the app and uh I still don't know how it happened Dr. Parks but it's just God's you know like mm-hmm. you 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 take one thing and and then you just serve and then God just does the rest right and so I believe that this 21st century now transition into epigenetics into nutrigenomics talk about what you're finding because as i said before when we were talking about like you know it's it's just great to know like i said to her like you know it says that god says you know 60 plus times he'll use the herbs of the field to heal our bodies right and now we can actually patent natural products which in my 30 year career we were never able to do that right like we we'd have patented ingredients in there but we never actually patented the actual product right and wrong. and we yeah and we're taking formulations and patenting them then and we have patents coming on nerve 1 and NAD and this type of stuff and so and then we and then we throw them all together and they become even more powerful right. so talk about the powerful Uh, of how we've transitioned more into this field of epigenetics and nutrigenomics, because I teach this all the time. What I think that our field has not figured out. And, and, and even the other night on this call, when we were with Dr. Allen and, and, and Dr. Parks brought up college and stuff, he's like, I don't know. Right. Like people just still don't know about The bigger picture of epigenetics and nutrigenomics and fasting and all this stuff. So, talk about what some things that you've learned about because people need to know. Like, people don't know, but people deep need to know. So, talk about this transition into the 21st century, kind of into epigenetics and nutrigenomics and what that's done in your.
1: You know, I do, I have a business called New Health Paradigms. And um, people may or may not know that I've started a vaccine injury treatment alliance that looks at these core causes of dysfunction and wants to heal them. And so some of them are are genetic and epigenetic predispositions. Um, But yeah, what many people don't realize is that your DNA is formatted. Now this should make sense because your cheek cell is not an eye cell and an eye cell is not a cheek cell. And so different genes are turned on in in different tissues in the body. And what they found is um, some people did an experiment where they actually followed children that were born during the Second World War, during really, really stressful conditions in Germany and other areas that were under occupation. And um, anecdotally at the time, everyone was calling the doctor saying my, my baby, once the baby was born, won't stop screaming. And the doctor's were like, everybody's babies are screaming. They're picking up the stress from you, right? Even though you're trying to be like all together there, they're not, you know, they're not, they're not fooled. They can feel chemically the stress. And when you're pregnant and you're really stressed or you have some sort of traumatic event, or even let's say you're in starvation conditions or you're in overabundance, you know what the body does? It formats the baby's DNA to um, optimally be able to handle those conditions that's not necessarily a good thing, because adapting to stressful conditions maybe turns on genes that are only really going to help you, like think about people who might have a predisposition to diabetes or obesity. So, and I don't know that this is like a a real thing, but it'd be a wonderful research project. So, you know, for 400 years, Africans were brought over on slave ships across the ocean. And, and probably for that time, and for maybe some time after, probably, were in near starvation's extremely traumatic conditions, right? Then probably became pregnant. And so epigenetically, anybody who's having starvation conditions is really going to produce a lot of insulin to try to, anytime they eat food, to store that food as fat, right? And basically it's gonna predispose you to diabetes. And what do we see today? We see that the African-American community has really, really high levels of metabolic disorder and diabetes. And so I'm not saying that that is what happened. But that is a plausible hypothesis, that, that some of these conditions that were present actually changed the epigenetics. Okay. And so, um, and, and so in the Bible, it says that, you know, I will bless them for, you know, I think it's 100 or 1000 generations, and I will curse them for 10. Well, what we find is some of these stressful conditions remain imprinted on the DNA of our children and their children for 10 generations. And so with that said, there are other things like chemicals that can change the way our DNA is formatted. It can actually activate viruses that are present in our DNA, or it can silence viruses. Um, So there's a lot of epigenetic influence that can occur as a result of things we eat, things we do, and we're just beginning to map that out. It's really complicated. One of the most amazing things that's happened as I've explored the research is, you know, there's our DNA, and then there's how it's formatted, and then there's how it's regulated, and then there's another layer of regulation, and then there's another layer of regulation, and then there's another layer of regulation. And when they ask people like, uh, you know, Steve Jobs, or some of these high level computer people, they said, I've never seen like this. So it's so more advanced than any operating system that we could possibly ever develop. And I would read this newest level of regulation that they'd find. And I would just start laughing because God, such an intricate feedback mechanisms and everything. And so with that, bringing the body into balance. Our bodies were made to heal. They were made to restore proper formatting. They were made to do these things. Understanding the process is certainly helpful. But what's also interesting is a lot of times, some of the things that we're gonna start with is go out and get some sun, get some exercise, eat your vegetables, don't overeat, don't undereat, drink lots of fluids and water, love each other, be grateful. And there, I mean, there's a ton of biochemistry <laughs> behind being grateful. It actually activates endocannabinoids, which make your brain happy and, and have a huge effect on your, on all of your uh, biochemistry. But I, I feel that this product, because it activates our body's protective and healing mechanisms, is so needed at this time uh, to protect ourselves from pandemics and anything else that's going around.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, and let, let's think about this. Let's, let's, let's finish up with this next phase. Cause this is, this is what I think is super important because this is her passion stuff. She's working about. And we know that we just came out of a season where a lot of people were affected by COVID-19. Um, uh, I'm working with a lot of people right now with long haulers and I was so glad that, that, that the call we had the other night, because I, I really had been, been diving into a lot of this stuff and then about fasting and, you know, and we were talking about that. And, 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 just, and
1: that affects your epigenetics. That's
0: 100%. That's going to reset I mean,
1: your epigenetics. And that is one. That's what they're going to find. That doctor that presented wasn't really into epigenetics. And so it takes someone. That's why I've started this alliance to, to try to get things where I say, okay, let's start testing some of these things. And that's a little bit down the road. But eventually what I'd like to try. Sorry. I.
0: No, no, that. no. I'm so glad you said that because that's what I was thinking. We We so Lisa's like, Uh, Dr. Parks is is, and obviously she's a lot smarter than I am and my, my wife even said like she's just she's got all these degrees and stuff and I told her like you know that some of that stuff is way over my head I'm a scientist but I'm she's went. I think, like she said, 15 years of college, right? Like, and it's so funny today. I just received my ordination papers for ministry. I now got ordained into the ministry through the, the Christian life. I was licensed in today. I just received right before we got on. My wife just texted me my diploma from wow, being ord- ordained into the ministry. And, you know, um, st- you know, I believe that the wisdom that we get from God, um, uh, it, it, it it, it it advances the wisdom that we get from studying books and 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 being a part of that and like I always say the difference uh, is it's a one two punch like the wisdom that we get from you going to school for so many years me eight you fifteen plus or whatever many that is you know and then and then you get that wisdom from God and that's just a, a, a and and it even says like why do we lack wisdom it's because we don't ask for it right like we don't ask for God's wisdom but talk about this transition in the season now where so many people are struggling with long haulers and things like that and vaccine and just like talk about the transition of what you're seeing and how people are now able to get better because a lot of people are struggling with brain fog and, you know, heart issues. And, and, and we were talking about this earlier, you know, uh, high levels of inflammation. Um, I read a study, which really got me excited about nerve too. I I read a study that they did after COVID that they said that they saw that most of the adverse effects and, and deaths in um, COVID pa- patients were people who had low levels of endogenous glutathione. And I thought.
1: And wow. low levels of NR2 activation.
0: Yeah, exactly. So increasing endogenous.
1: Well, and, you know, there's yeah. another um, there's another uh, gene system that is a master key regulator, which is called NF-kappa B. And that's where I had started with um, with our children's health because NF-kappa-B increases inflammation. And when inflammation goes up, it turns Nrf2 down. So when we turn Nrf2 up, we turn inflammation down. And what we really want is a balance, right? But we've become unbalanced in favor of inflammation, especially with COVID. They're saying everybody's inflammatory cytokines are up, whether they've been injected, whether they've had post COVID. And so we're very, very highly inflammatory. And so we need to rebalance ourselves. And, you know, it really was kind of a God thing. I, uh, this, you know, I got introduced to this product right as COVID was happening. And as I started seeing the mechanism, you know the first mechanism was really high inflammation and our signature product decreases inflammation 40% in 30 days by turning on the body's own endogenous system, right? The second huge mechanism, there's like five or six mechanisms that we know already that the spike protein destroys our mitochondria, which also causes immune dysfunction and also destroys our energy. That's why so many people are so tired. And so the inflammation is the brain fog and, and, and the rashes and many other things. And um, the destroying your mitochondria is the immune dysfunction and, and the overwhelming fatigue and, and inability to do things. And our second product, our NRF1 activator reconstitutes the mitochondria and recycles them and does mitochondrial biogenesis. And then the third is people were talking about how the spike protein is misfolded and may cause prion disease and that we need autophagy. We need to to break down and get rid of the spike protein and get rid of the misfolded protein. Our third product NAD activator um, actually activates that system. And I was like, really, really?
0: (laughs) 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 Yeah. I mean, and that's that's, like a
1: godsend to be able to, to give these products to people. I will say that people who are very, very severely injured, um, they're right on a a very critical threshold. So whatever they do, it needs to be under a practitioner's guide. If you are that person who's having seizures or has some paralysis or, you know, there are people and I, I know them because I personally have contacts with them that are very, very seriously vaccine injured, you know, and that's with any kind of treatment. But what I will say is I've studied these different mechanisms for healing Um, modalities, things like hyperbaric, things like ozone treatment. Well, do you know what those do? They activate NRF2, right? So many of those treatments are extremely expensive and hard to come by. Um, But one pill a day is something that just about everybody can afford. And um, some of those may uh, work a little quicker or not. But, you know, we, we work with what God has given us. And I'm excited to be able to offer something that activates this key pathway. And I know for me, um, what I didn't say is it's changed my life. There's no way I would be able to do what I'm doing. I've had people tell me, yeah, I heard you speak two years ago and you seem five years younger. And I really, I have fibromyalgia, pre-diabetes, metabolic syndrome, even though I've always led a a healthy lifestyle and I was doing everything I knew to do, taking the vitamin, it wasn't enough. And when I I never had a sense of well being, I was always barely trying to make it through the day, barely surviving, pushing myself, and then snapping at my husband, snapping at my kids because I just couldn't hardly make it through the day. And I remember like three months in, I was in the garden shelling beans. I was like, wow, I'm happy. I'm like, why do I have such an overwhelming feeling of happiness? And it was because I was not in any pain, and I had an overwhelming sense of well being. And I'm like, when's the last time I had? a sense of well-being, And I was just like, it was such a gift. And then our nr one activator, I had to go really slow. I'm really sensitive to things. But when I got to two NRF1 pills and the NRF2 and I had energy from morning until night, um, it was life-changing for me, life-changing. And then probably because of detoxing, like about a year and a half in, I just dropped 30 pounds without even trying. And I think it was because it corrected my metabolic disorder my mitochondria were working, they were burning the fat, they were burning, I wasn't hungry. So I didn't think of eating, you know, and so absolutely life changing for me personally. And, you know, there's this uh, song by Sarah McLaughlin called ordinary miracles. One thing I haven't spoken on is that my brother had um, Down syndrome and two holes in his heart. So I grew up with a special need brother and you know was a second mother he called me and my sister mommy because we were the oldest and we were always taking care of him and I would have dreams that he fell in a pool we didn't even have a pool and was drowning and I had to save him but he was too heavy when he was like you know 16 years old and all of these things I, I felt an incredible sense of responsibility in 2018 he passed we had to take him off of life support and the grief that I felt that I was never able to fix all of the things that were wrong with him, and I should have been able to with all of my advanced degrees and this and that, and, um, and it, it just, it broke my heart, and in 2018, we adopted my daughter who had severe special needs, and it was a nightmare, every day was a nightmare, every day I thought I can't do this, I can't do this, I physically cannot do this. Was constipation, hemiplegia. She was paralyzed. She was cranky. Um, she, I could not keep her above water. She was oppositional. She would spiral out of control emotionally, and I knew it wasn't her. I knew it was biochemical. And so eventually, um, one of the neurologist nurse said, "Hey, you know that seizure meds depletes B6, and now she was on." Uh, two different gastric reflux medicines, and I was not for any of these things, but I just didn't see the options. This child was screaming all night long. She was up at 2 a.m. for the rest of the day. She wouldn't sleep. And I said, Really? So I ended up giving her large amounts of B6 relative to what's uh, recommended, and uh, her oppositionalness went away within four, 24 hours. Um, one day she was screaming like someone was killing my husband who was just putting up hay in the yard into the barn. I'm like, you you can literally see your father, why are you acting like someone is skinning him in front of you? And um, she was just out of control. And so I pulled her down into an Epsom salt bath, which is magnesium sulfate just to try to maybe break this cycle of spiraling out of control. And within 20 minutes, she could self regulate. And I was like, what just happened here? She could even take no for an answer within 20 minutes of this magnesium bath. And I knew it was magnesium. And so we started giving her magnesium and B6 every day. And it was like a miracle. And now our lives, she's sweet and you can, we can function. Actually, we take her to the drop zone. I can skydive now because we can take her to the drop zone. And she sits there with someone pleasantly like a normal child. I mean, even she still, you know, has special needs, but um, she's not out of control. She sleeps. And I was like, oh my gosh, that two vitamin minerals should change our lives like that. I mean, literally like a miracle. And so I want to bring those ordinary miracles. That's the song by Sarah McLaughlin to all of these families that are suffering from chronic dysfunction in themselves and their children. And uh, I'm just praying that God will allow me to spotlight practitioners to get information out, to do whatever is necessary to uh so other people don't have to go through and many have been going through it already for years and years um to be a source of hope and healing
0: i think what's most important about what you said and and uh as you can see i'm an emotional guy too as you can see obviously um you know it it's um my wife and i we talk about you know i just lost my mom four months ago and she was doing really well and 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 I've talked to Dr. Parks about this. I really believe that it was the vaccine that that when my mom started falling, um, I've lost two people. I've lost my stepfather, my wife's father. They both had the same type of things. They started falling. They started getting angry. They started violently having uh, hallucinations and and just different stuff like to the point to where even my my mom told me she was going to kill me at one time. And I had to go through that. I had to battle through that. One of the things I've realized is is that. Jesus gave us this wisdom and he gave you the grace and the mercy and the understanding to know that most of the people gravitate right towards what we call pharmacia, right? From a right. biblical standpoint, mm-hmm. they gravitate towards that. And, and that's what happened when the vaccine, and the vaccine came And My wife was the only nurse at our hospital that did not get vaccinated wow. because thank God we live in Florida where, where governor DeSantis did not make us. I cried last night. That listening, watching Governor DeSantis's wife talk about how he was there for her when she had cancer, and they went through a holistic approach, and then she overcame cancer, and just how he was in the Navy SEALs, and and how they gravitate their kids towards a more holistic lifestyle. I think what yeah, valu- send what, me
1: that link too. That sounds amazing.
0: Yeah, yeah. What what values? What values us now is that our system our governmental system has a, a way of doing things that's to me just is uh, it gravitates us away from our principles that we were raised on our morals and our ethics and doing things that go against what i've been raised to do my gra- and my grandmother warned me about this she said as as, t- as christ's return gets closer you know wars wars room i believe what we just went through was a war I believe it was – I don't believe we're that we We're still
1: in it. Yeah, I, yeah,
0: exactly. I believe we're still in that war because we don't war against flesh and blood. We war against principalities and rulers of darkness, right? I, I believe that our body has natural immunity. You heard you talk about it. Like it's we, – we, I said this to people. I, I told you I fought on Clubhouse – with people with, you know, and now that all this stuff is coming out that proved that I was right, I'm not going to go back and point the finger, I'm going to continue to educate the people out there that are still there, you know, and and just like what you've done, I've had a lot of incredible results with my my younger family with our products also, like, you know, with probiotics and prebiotics and nerve two, and some of these other things, because what I like about it is now we're educating the younger generation, right? right? So that, with epigenetics and stuff, they don't have, my wife says this, Dr. Parks, she says, we are no longer bound to our DNA mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally, or financially. We don't have to be bound to those. Right. We, we, we don't, you know, we can, well, I
1: mean, it's just a matter of, we've been told that it's all genetic and it's like, well, then why was I okay until that car accident or until that illness? And that tells you that there's more there. Right. If you were born and were relatively healthy at birth, or you know, you lived, then then the rest is epigenetics. Yeah. Right. That we need yeah. to optimize your genetic potential. Right. I, I mean, there it. are some genetic disorders and, and whatnot. I'm not going to say, but they thought everything was genetic and really nothing could be further from the truth.
0: Well. I'm so glad that we had this talk because this has been good. We had some encouragement. We had some emotional parts. We have what is meant to be. There's a lot of similarities in us. My niece was a special needs girl. She's very overweight, very obese. She she knew the Lord, which was great. She went to church every Sunday and she loved the Lord. She went to she went to heaven about about 15 years ago or so now. And, and so we have a lot in common. Like I really love to see people that have a destiny and a calling like you have on your life that you've went through the grace and the understanding of all of that. And so thank you for doing that. Thank you for being a light in the darkness in every area of your life. Like, from your kids to your family, to what you're doing in the community. I'm excited to, to be in front of you next week in person. I'm excited for you to meet my wife, Lisa, because I I married one of the the best humans on earth. She just was sending me some really encouraging things while we were doing this. And she said, tell Dr. Parks, I'm excited to meet her next week. So so there's a lot of good things that we do when we come together. And I say this as I finish every podcast. So why don't you do this? Tell us real quick before we end, how people can follow you and get to know a little bit more about you and connect with you more off of after the podcast.
1: So I'm actually I'm a social media influencer now. You were talking about how I suddenly I had 35,000 followers on Telegram. So I post all my science because it's so controversial. I can't post it anywhere else on Telegram. I'm hoping to start a Substack, but I am actually on Twitter as Dr. Christina Parks. I'm on Facebook as Christina Parks, and I'm on Instagram as Epigenetic Healing. I do have all three of those and I don't know, I can. We'll put them all on there. We'll put you. them all yeah. on the, mm-hmm. yeah,
0: we'll put them all on the, on the thing so people can connect with you. But thank you very much for joining me today. I'm excited to meet you next week. And I say this as I end every podcast, I told Dr. Parks, I'm running out of here afterwards to get a haircut before our trip next week because of my hair. <laughs> My hair has started to grow like crazy. The collagen. It's, the collagen, yeah, it's it's been crazy, and 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 I'd been taking collagen for ten years. I had had about thirty different brands tested, and I was like, okay, these two are the best. And I was like, and then oh, the, you'll this have one, to
1: tell me which two of those are in case there are people who don't use our product.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and then and then when I took ours, I was like, oh, like I don't have to take any of that stuff anymore because and this mm-hmm. is like, and I say this all the time, you know, it's super important. That as we go through this life and this journey, that we surround ourselves around great people like Dr. Parks and and, and, and that we love God, we love people, and we live with passion, vision, and purpose. Amen. I get goosebumps every time I say it. Every time I say it the Holy Spirit, I get – we call these God bumps uh, because the Holy Spirit is here. He's with us, and he has a desire to, to, to love you. And to have a relationship with you. And I say, that's why I say all the time, until the next episode, love God, love people, live with passion, vision, and purpose. God bless you all. Have a great rest of your day. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Heat Fluence Podcast. We hope you enjoyed. Be sure to rate, subscribe, and leave us a five-star review. And as always, you can follow Michael on all social media platforms at Michael David Huey or www.michaeldavidhuey.com. Until next time, God bless and take care.